Am I Reister or am I wrong? Everybody knows I'm a Pac-12 guy. Went to a Pac-12 school, support the conference, and really don't like the ragging on the conference, except when it's needed. And right now, the Pac-12 should be at DEFCON 1 right now. It is a catastrophe and a major emergency going on. There is a financial emergency. You have UCLA, can't balance the budget, uh, $18 million deficit, may run in a deficit this year. Cal is running in a deficit or may run into it this year. Why is that? There is a money shortfall. The Pac-12 is supposed to distribute $33 million between its schools this year. The SEC already announced $44 million. The Big Ten way in the 50s. So you're already $20 million behind the top tier uh, performing conferences. Average that out over four years between the next TV deal is going to be up. That's almost a billion dollars behind. And there's recruits that are leaving the conference. Coaches. You just had Tony White from ASU who got promoted to their defensive coordinator leave ASU to go to Syracuse in the ACC. Syracuse. And and ASU's recruiting well, upcoming, leaves for more money. Colorado's D-line coach, uh, Jimmy Broomba, leaves to go to Tennessee for more money. This is a problem. Like, you cannot wait for Larry Scott to then say, oh, well, in 2024, we'll have a better deal. We still own 100% of our rights. What good does it own do to own 100% of a little bit versus owning 40% of a lot like the or 51% of a lot like the Big 10 and ACC oh sorry Big 10 and SEC do with their partnerships with uh ESPN and with Fox and then the ACC as well. So what do you think is going to happen to the Pac-12 with their start times? The Game of the week, the SEC game of the week used to be on CBS. ESPN is now paying $100 million for in between 15 and 16 games. Now these Pac-12 games that play on Thursday, Friday, uh, super late at night. Do you think when the next TV contract comes out that you're going to get better time slots? Uh, No, because they're, they're owned, partially owned owners of the SEC. What do you think that you're going to get? You're going to get nothing left. That's why the ACC made a smart move to go streaming, go to Hulu TV, YouTube TV, because availability matters. The Pac-12 on Sling, no disrespect to Sling, but it's only available in 18 million homes versus if you're partners with ESPN or Fox, you're in 100 million homes. Plus, Like, what kind of sense does that make? And then that trickles down to your recruiting budgets. Georgia spent uh, $2.6 million last year on recruits. Alabama, 2.3. The top tier teams are spending that level of money that the rest of them are down in the one point somethings. But if you can't afford to recruit, and that means private planes, that means hosting, all this stuff, the, the money they spend on recruits. It turns into winning classes and you get recruits. That means that you get more players to the top recruits. You get more players to go to the NFL combine. That means that you look better. You win national championships because what the SEC is going to say is, listen, we got 93 players going to the NFL combine out of 337. That's one out of every four. 
You want to go to the league? Come, come down here and fool with us. And yes, donors have to do their part in the Pac-12. But the thing that you don't want is you don't want to rely on your donors as a crutch to meet your shortfall. Donors are supposed to be icing on the cake because what happens is when donors know that they need you to survive and not just a cherry on top, you give them even more power than they already have, which means they can uh, influence coaching decisions, influence administration, all of this stuff, just so the teams can survive because football is supposed to be making enough money to put more money into the rest of the university and fund all the rest of the sports. How is that happening? It's not happening in the Pac-12. So you have a network. Yes, I've been in business. So, and I've talked to other powerful people who've been in business. They say, yes, you have a contract. However, contracts are often renegotiated when they're bad for everybody or when they're bad for one party. They're renegotiated, and that's what the Pac-12 needs to do. Larry Scott needs to take off his his network his network job uh, and focus on the conference job. These need to be two jobs. First thing, they need to renegotiate the contract because you can't wait until 2024. Because what Larry Scott's going to do is his contract is up in 2022. So then, what's going to happen is he's going to want a new contract. He's paid for over $4 million. Greg Sankey from the SEC, which is the most successful conference right now in terms of winning national championships, all of that. I think he's paid $2.3 million. So you would think that he would be the highest pay, right? Nope. So the Pac-12 is in DEFCON 1 because of coaches, because when you have the ACC, Big 10, Big 12, Uh, an SEC, they can all poach your coaches because you can't pay them. Mel Tucker was considering taking the Michigan State job, but for whatever reason, he stayed at Colorado. When your coaches are always at risk for being poached, your recruits are then at risk because then those coaches go to other places and they have Pac-12 ties and then they have a foothold in your recruiting area. Come on, man. Come on in. We got to pay it, pay attention. So, as, so Pac-12 fans always say, fire Larry Scott. Okay, so how do you fire Larry Scott? They either have to buy out the rest of his contract, which is feasible because you're losing money already. So you like you can start a GoFundMe, whatever, raise the money, whatever you need to do. You'll get donors to donate to it, whatever you need to do. Pay out the rest of his contract, which is probably near $15 million. The other option... And then hire some somebody else to be to renegotiate the contract and have and uh, partially do be ready to do the 24 contract. So that's the first thing that you have to do. The second part of firing Larry Scott is you have to get enough of the presidents and athletic directors on board. Because the truth is, if you're going to come after the king, you have to kill the king. Because if you don't get him out, he can then punish you with schedules and unfavorable things to your school. So the Pac-12 is at DEFCON 1 right now. Am I Reister or am I wrong? 